Welcome to Beyond the Hill, reaching beyond the walls of Pleasant Hill Christian Church with real talk, with real people, about real life, encouraging you in your day-to-day walk with Jesus. And now your host, Pastor Trevor King. Hello world and welcome back to Beyond the Hill. It is April the 1st, so as you listen to this, maybe hey, you Trevor, have... Trevor, i got to say something. Yeah. So, I hadn't told you I was I was saving this. Um, <laughs> I've decided this is our last podcast. Okay. What, so, what, what's tomorrow? <clears throat> well, tomorrow is April the 2nd. Yeah, what's today? April the 1st. Yeah, what's, what's April 1st? Well... I would say April Fool's, and that's what I'm hoping you're going with here. Okay. Okay. Because I was about to say, uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say something like this, Bruce. I'm sitting next to my April Fool's, but uh, <laughs> I'm glad you didn't go there. So as you listen to this, we are now going on two months of recording podcasts, and we hope that you have enjoyed the Beyond the Hill podcast, and Bruce has done a wonderful job of organizing all of this and like I say multiple times he is truly a magician with technology and as you're listening to this particular podcast it is April Fool's Day so I want you to think of maybe some of the best April Fool's jokes that you have played on people and uh, maybe you had one pulled on you today or just like um, you did yeah absolutely you should have saw your face you know, I, I was expecting something a little more harsh than that, especially from you. <laughs> but um, as you listen to this podcast, we're going to be talking about uh, the topic of letting our light shine. You know, Bruce does such a wonderful job of uh, doing the tech and the sound and all of the work for this and all the production work. But some of you don't realize how much wisdom Bruce actually contains and uh, how much wisdom that he can give to us. So what we're going to be doing is we're going to be discussing this topic of letting our light shine. And, you know, we talked a little bit beforehand about, you know, letting our light shine. And before we started recording, we were talking about how some of us at one time in our lives were living in the dark. And because of the grace of God and the power of God, we have been brought into the light, and we now have the light within us. You know that old song, as we were kids, "Let Our Light Shine." I and, wish the uh, girls were here; they could sing it for us. Yeah, I think so. Uh, can you? Do you remember it, Bruce? Um, this is a light rem- of mine. I remember it, but you don't want me singing it. <laughs> we might turn some listeners away. Uh. Um, but let me just ask you, Bruce. What is it that's so important for you going from living in darkness, living in sin and how you want? What is it so important about letting that light shine now that you have now experienced the real life that Jesus gives us? So everybody's watching. I mean, the world, your friends, um, the people that you used to know before, um, you know, they're, they're watching you. They're watching to see what you do. Um, and, and it's, important that you let your light shine so that they see that you know you may have a friend that you used to go to the bar with or you used to party with or whatever you used to do or you may have that friend that knows that deepest darkest secret secret that you have in your closet and and you know they're looking at you and going I know what he used to do I, I I've been there with him before or with her before and you can't let that dim your light 
you have to keep shining that light because all those sins were washed away when you were baptized and, and when you repented of your sins. That was the old you, you know, the new you. And you have to you have to show that. You know, they say respect is is earned, it's not given and, and, and you know, it's kind of like that. You have to show your old friends that you're still this new person. And it takes a while to for them to see that. <clears throat> you know, one of the passages of scripture we we always like to to think of whenever it comes to truly showing people it's the uh, the light that Jesus calls us when he says in Matthew chapter 5 verse 14 that you are the light of the world a city on a hill cannot be hidden nor do nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket but on a stand you wouldn't want to put your your lighting of your house under the couch and the floor would you I mean you want it to where it can where it can be seen and he goes on to say that uh, it gives light Huh? Desk bunnies don't need light. Yeah, no, no, they do their job anyway. And uh, in, in verse 16 of that chapter, it says, In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven, who is in heaven. <clears throat> so one of the things we have to understand whenever it comes to going from living in the dark to letting our light shine is that, as Bruce said, people are watching, and people are going to look for something that you do. And there are some people, and Bruce, you know that, that there are people that always are looking for the wrong thing you do. They want to see you do the wrong thing. Because that one mistake that you make, boy, they are going to exploit it and they're, put it all over. The devil's going to rejoice in that. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, we are reminded that we are a new creation, new creation in Christ. Old things have passed away. So, like you said earlier, you know, whenever we come to Jesus, we're baptized. All those things are washed away. We are raised up in new life. Behold, the old things have passed away and new things have come. Isn't that a beautiful thing to, to really picture a, a new creature coming out of the darkness into the light and old things being dead? Meaning those old habits, those old sins no longer define who you are. It's as special as a newborn baby for me. I mean, to see, you know, that, you know, those people being baptized and, and risen up, you know, that's just like the birth of a, of a precious baby. And, and let's face it, we have uh, maybe friends or family that we are somewhat close to <clears throat> that look at us. And, I mean, can we be honest that sometimes it's really hard to prove to some people that we are different. Like you said, we have some people that, man, we used to run with, and they have a hard time understanding or even believing that we have been changed and our life is different. They haven't found the faith themselves. They haven't. So there's, they're still looking for, like, well, I miss hanging around with him. He was a lot of fun. I, I bet he's not having fun anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah. But it's a whole new fun. Yeah, and don't you think that until they experience or until they experience the saving grace of Christ, that they will never truly be able to understand the transformation that comes with that grace? No, not fully. <clears throat> you know, and I'm thinking about so everyone that's listening to this. Yes, I'm the pastor of Pleasant Hill Christian Church now, but years ago I did not live the same lifestyle and. You know, I wasn't arrested and on death row and have this crazy long testimony of what God's done. But I have been living in darkness. I had spent years living in sin and shame. And 
to see now what God has done and the transformation which has taken place, it's a beautiful sight. But I'll be honest with you, it has felt very difficult at times to look at some of the people that knew the old me and convince them that I was different. And I think that that's one of the greatest struggles that we have. And something that you said earlier was letting your light be dimmed. What is it that scares you about people dimming their light because of rumors or opinions or external factors? What scares me about that? Um, Just that it's giving the devil foothold in that other person's mind. It's giving them... You know, I knew you weren't really uh, truly uh, a Christian there. You know, just it it waters down that image of what Christianity is or what the person is thinking of you. And and you you may not even know that person's watching. You may not even think they see you from afar, but trust me, they do. (laughs) Yeah, and and so here's a a personal experience. I got into... uh, Got into the Marine Corps and got married, and Michaela and I became members of a church in North Carolina, and uh, about, I guess, a couple of months before leaving North Carolina to come home, is when I told Michaela that I believe God's calling me into ministry. I had no idea what it was going to look like. I thought, well, you know, maybe I'll have my own private jet, and no, I'm just kidding. John <laughs> uh, over there. Totally kidding. Um <laughs> But I had no idea what. Fly into Worcester County uh, (laughs) uh, Airport. Yeah, my in-laws live by the airport. Maybe I could park my plane at their house. But one of the things was I was kind of fearful of the unknown, but I was also afraid of the known. And here's what I mean by that: I was fearful of the unknown because I didn't know where God was going to lead me, and I was fearful of the known because I knew exactly where I had been. Going into ministry, it was one of the scariest things for me, leaving a good job and uh, a somewhat, um, I guess, you know, uh, positive career as I was ranking up pretty quickly. But I can remember telling a few people that I believe God was calling me into ministry, and I can remember someone telling me afterwards, which they said that they were thankful that I had truly pursued that call. Um, they thought to themselves when I had mentioned that to them, well... Let's see how long this one lasts. Because they had they had known me. Again, I was fearful of the unknown. Didn't know where God was going to lead, but I was fearful of the known because I knew who had seen the old me, who had walked with the old me, and exactly where I had been. So I, I don't want to say we have to work harder, but you know, something we were kind of talking about before going on and recording this was that sometimes some people, we have to just continue letting it shine, even though they may view us through our old image and some of our old habits and I really liked how you said letting our light dim and if you're listening to this then I want to encourage you to continue letting your light shine so Bruce for you um, being in the police field you mentioned going into the school um, it's kind of as if you had a an image transformation there too isn't it a big one (laughs) yeah can you... I went from working with criminals to kids. That's a, that's a complete 180. Who were the hardest ones to work with? Uh, the kids. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, now, you talk about you know people watching from afar and different things. I remember as, as a police officer, I was a police officer here in Washington County for 12 years. Um, I, I spent time at both the Sheriff's Department and the Police Department. And I remember 
arresting a gentleman, and I knew him, and uh, I, I knew his family, and I arrested him like at 8 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. Oh, and man. I, it was a, a DWI arrest. He was intoxicated. And as I got him into the booking, uh, he got a little agitated. If you got arrested twice in one day, you would be too, because <laughs> this was his second arrest. Oh, man. He got arrested earlier in Steelville. Uh, bonded out and drove to Potosi and got arrested when he got here. And, um, you know, we had that opportunity to talk while we were booking. And uh, I don't know to this day what it is I said, but he looked me up several years later and he said, I want to thank you for arresting me. He said, you changed the course of my life. I don't know. I was going down a road that was not good and I don't know if it if you hadn't arrested me and we hadn't talked, if I would have ever pulled out of it, I don't know where he is today. I I, I wish him well and I, and I hope he's doing great. But um, you just never know when you you're going to get that, and you never, you know, I wasn't thinking that I was witnessing to this man or that that I had any impact on him. Um, so it's important to always have your light shining. Um, but uh, you know, in the police field. You know, it's not everybody. I don't want to say everybody, but it's it's common that curse words are part of your language. Hey, put that gun down. And, you know, uh, it might come out a different way if you're a police officer. <laughs> uh, but when I went to work at the school, you know, that vocabulary had to disappear. And, and I've been there for 21 years now. So um, when I accidentally slip up, our sin, I, you know, I have friends that have never heard me say a cuss word and, and, and some of them have, oh, I've never heard you do that before. So you've always got to let that light shine. <clears throat> yeah. And, you know, with that gentleman that you arrested, uh, man, that's a rough day by eight o'clock on Saturday morning. His second, second arrest. Um, it it kind of reminds me of what Jesus said to let our light shine before others so that they may see your good works. That was a good work. I mean, one, you did justice, and two, you may have truly changed him forever. We don't know where he is now, but you had done something there, your good work. And why he says that is because they will see it, and they will give glory to your Father who is in heaven. So not only are people watching, but there may be glory given to our God because you allow your light to shine. And, you know, as as we go on uh, about stories in which we maybe let our light shine or some things that might kind of dim our light, let's just kind of put it in perspective that you only have so much time here on this earth. I mean, you only have so much time. And if you allow the opinions of other people or the realities of your past and the way that people know who you were, what you've done, what you've said, where you've gone. If you allow all of those things to dim your light, then let's just be honest and let's put it where it is. You will have wasted time on this earth because you have an opportunity, right? I mean, do you agree that you have an opportunity with so much time here on this earth to make an impact in the lives of those around you? Right. Now, as you were talking, I was sitting here thinking, you know, instead of letting your light dim, you need to turn that, that baby up and, and make it even brighter. And you need to, to make it shine even more. You may have to do that for those folks that know the old you. And and, and that's okay. Yeah. 
Don't, uh, don't let it dim. You keep adding fuel to the fire. Yeah, that that's the key is uh, eventually a light is going to need, you know, a fire is going to need more wood or uh, maybe more gasoline if you're from the country. You know, that's how all, <laughs> all fires are started with some uh, with I some saw gasoline. that this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so understanding that we're always going to have to work towards remaining uh, in the light and allowing our light to shine. So to wrap this up, let's just kind of, um, I want you to think of for a minute, wherever you are, whether you're driving or sitting at home or around the kitchen table, uh, just think for a minute, some people in your life that really need to see the light of Jesus Christ through you. And I want you to ask yourself this, just this simple question. Am I allowing their opinion or am I allowing my current circumstance to dim my light? Because Jesus commands us to let our light shine. And, you know, because Jesus lives within us and His Holy Spirit empowers us, we are like a city set on a hill. We, it cannot be hidden. And when the gospel of Jesus truly changes your life, you cannot con- keep it contained within you. You must share it. You must show the light with other people. So wherever you are, I want you to just simply ask yourself that question. Am I showing the light that I have within me? And if not, let's stop allowing external factors or opinions or Facebook posts or Instagram pictures or the news to dim our lights in a way that Jesus isn't shared how he should be. Bruce, you got anything else for all of our listeners that anything about letting your light shine or anything for them to let theirs shine? Well, one way you can do that is to share these podcasts on your Facebook or your social media page. Um, and again, we've we've said this before that you may not realize someone's struggling with something that we're talking about. Uh, you know, maybe you don't have a problem with your light shining. Uh, maybe you've been doing this Christian gig for a while. Um, but you may reach somebody else who's struggling. So, uh, you know, that's just one way you can let your light shine. Yeah, and I want to just say one more thing before we before we close up. Um, you know, there are going to be people that have their opinions on you, whether you let your light shine or you don't. <laughs> and um, I, I would rather spend my life judged or even condemned by the people that live this life around me rather than the one that will ultimately judge me one day. So, where whoever you are listening to this podcast, I want to encourage you to live this life, letting your light shine, knowing that, yes, they may have opinions about you while you're here on this earth with them, but ultimately, it's not them that will judge you forever and ever. So, let's bring glory to the, to the name of our Father. Let's, let's honor the name of Jesus Christ, and let's share the good news and let our light shine. So, I ask you, as we always do, to share this podcast, and hopefully that you've been able to enjoy the first few recordings we've had, and we hope to speak life and truth and encourage you. Again, I want to thank Bruce Morgan, my good friend and magician on the production of this podcast. And if you're listening to this podcast and you enjoy it, again, I ask you to share it, subscribe to this channel. And if you're also looking for another way to grow in your faith, we also have a sermon podcast feed from our church sermons. It's sermons at Pleasant Hill Christian Church, where you will receive a weekly message to encourage you in your walk with Jesus. Again, this is Beyond the Hill, where we have real life 
and where we have real talk with real people. So we hope that you have a wonderful day. The joke's on you today, and have a wonderful week. This is not our last podcast. This is not our last podcast. We'll see you next week. Well, we won't see you. That joke's on me. We will talk to you next week, and God bless.